The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts. Hello. Welcome to Weird World Weekly, a production of Galactic Netcasts. I'm Dave Nelson, and joining me, as always, Matt Stein. Hello, Matt. Hi. So if I miss a week, is it, is, does my as always end? You have never missed a week, and you will never miss a week, because I will not do this show without you. I mean... So your question is mute. Okay. Moot. Theoretically, but I, I will not argue with you. Yes. I mean, we may come to a point where, you know, you may miss an episode, but uh, at that time, I will always say, joining me as always is Matt. Like, I always include your voice on the Sci-Fi Geeks Club, which is another podcast on the Galactic Netcast Network, and you're always on it because we always play your voice at the end of the show. I don't know if I'm honored or if that's creepy. <laughs> it's just it's it's become a thing. It's just a thing. Oh, okay. All right, I'll take it. Okay, uh, this is the podcast where we discuss the paranormal, the mythological, the conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else that we find weird, odd, strange, or unusual. And this is a special episode because this is our first ever crossover episode with your podcast. The podcast of terror. Now, yes, now, and I'm mildly upset that we discounted my idea of forcing the listener to play both episodes simultaneously to get the entire experience. I mean, you could do that still. We could, but the reality is that it would be a lot of work to edit, and I'm lazy. Yeah, or you could just um, play them both at the same time. Like the listener could do that. Like one on one device and another on another device and listen to them at the same time. And then if you play one backwards, we explain to you how to find treasure. Yeah, that's how we have hidden code in all these episodes. You should know that by now. That's yep. We've been doing it for all the 52 episodes. Yep. All right. Um, before We've we. We've already said too much. Bef- yeah. Shh. Quiet. <laughs> Uh, Before we start, we would like to remind you uh, that you can support our endeavors into podcastery with uh, uh, patreon.com slash galactic netcasts. So we've got the Weird World Weekly. We've got the Podcast of Terror. We've got uh, Who Knew and Review. We've got – what's uh, what's the one that uh, – Adventure Party? Adventure Party. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry, Brad. Sci-Fi Geeks Club, The Alien Invasion, uh, Galactic Gaming News. We've got the uh, new Exploring the X-Files podcast. I mean, it's the network is growing, and we need your help with uh, the, the hosting of the audio and the hosting of the website. And uh, you can do that by donating as little as a dollar a month. All right? Now, um, if you up that to $3 a month... You'll get rewards like a newsletter once a month with um, stories related to this podcast, like a, a additional reading, sort of. And then for $5 a month, you'll get an extra episode of each of our podcasts available exclusively to our patrons. 
So uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Galactic Netcast is the place to go. And uh, we thank you for your support of Galactic Netcasts. I don't like how you graze over the $20 one where you get to pick a podcast. I'm considering paying that just so I can get a cooking <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah. I Sorry. Yeah, go That's ahead. Fine. Go ahead. $20, $20 a month. We welcome it. And with that level, you get to pick the podcast and be the executive producer on it. Like, you get to uh, create a brand new podcast and make one of us dummies host it. <laughs> I'll even let you watch it and call me a big stupid idiot. <laughs> See, you're, you'd be the executive producer, so you could be in charge. You'd be like, you're not doing that right. I want you to do this here. Talk about that there. Or else you're fired, mister. Wear short shorts on camera. <laughs> no. More no. smiles. And More smiles. I want you eating cheese during it. <laughs> Get real sweaty and breathe heavy. Yeah. So, yeah, go for I, it, man. $20 a month. That's uh, patreon.com slash galactic netcast. We welcome it. But please, keep it recurring. Just don't don't do just the $20 a month and then just abandon us. That's not good. That's not cool. If you abandon us, we'll abandon your podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get into the concept of this crossover episode. So um, what we're going to do here is talk about a subject that inspired a movie, a famous horror film. And then on Podcast of Terror, you and Corey are going to talk about that, discuss it in detail. Right? We'll try. Um, what I foresee happening is I'll get off topic and Corey will bring it back full circle. Uh, that happens slightly here, and I could see how it happen, would happen a lot easier on that podcast. Yes, because I'm in charge over there, which <laughs> God help us all. Um, at least here you're in charge, and it's more difficult for me to get off topic. I, 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 uh, I crack the whip. I keep us in line. I keep the the train going forward, right? Yes, that's what I like about you. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. All right, so what we're going to talk about is the real story behind The Exorcist. You ever seen The Exorcist, 1973 horror film, also adapted from a book of the same name? And actually, the book was inspired by a real-life exorcism case. Yes, which... On Halloween, they performed an exorcism on the house live on TV. Oh, in the house where it took where this exorcism exorcism took place. Yes, which Corey and I talked about around the the week after Halloween or whatever on podcast tear. It, it was a complete waste of time. Oh, nothing happened. Just, no, it was like in two hour long, two hour long thing on TV, and it was like four minutes was the actual exorcism, and it was a TV spectacle, but. You know, it was cool that it was in the exorcist house. It was kind of like what's his face, uh, Her- Geraldo Rivera opening up the 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 uh, uh, what do you call it the um, the safe of El Capone, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing happened. Nothing happened. I, it's hard to look at him and not just see mustache. Yeah, he's just one big giant mustache. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so the true story took place in 1949 in Cottage City, Maryland. The victim of this possession was a 13-year-old boy known to the public as just R, whose identity has been kept a secret to this day 
and documented under the pseudonym Ronald Doe or Robbie Mannheim. R. has never spoken to the public about what he went through, and only a few people know about his whereabouts. So apparently this guy is still alive, at least uh, as of the date of the article where I got this information from. Um, R. was an only child who was dependent. So here's the here's the whole backstory. R. was an only child who was dependent toward the uh, dependent towards the adults in his household for friends, since most of the children in his area found him quiet, unpopular, and withdrawn. Hmm, sounds familiar. That could have been me at his age. <laughs> That's pretty much the description of me as well. But uh, I didn't get possessed, and there wasn't a uh, a uh, exorcism that you remember. That yeah, I may have blocked it out. Who knows? Okay, so he f- primarily spent his time with his aunt Harriet, his aunt who was a spiritualist. Uh oh, we might have a problem here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his aunt introduced R to the Ouija board, or Ouija. Board when he showed curiosity in it. There you go. That's that, there's your problem. You got yourself a Ouija board. Well, that was your first problem. Yeah. Well, at least presumably the first problem. Could have been smoking crack and worshiping well, Satan for all we know. Yeah. You know what? Again, like we've always mentioned on our episodes, there's usually more than one explanation for these things. And in this case, yes. it's I don't think it's just the Ouija board. I think there were some other mojo going on here. The the conditions were right for this to happen, I think. Oh, absolutely. But like I, it's hard to say. I mean, the Ouija board was the first thing presumably that he showed curiosity in, but mm-hmm. there's um oh, crap. It's on uh, dis- not discovery destination america it's uh it's a show called the demonologist and the guy talks about like items people buy that are attached to demons and stuff and and he could have started with that and then the ouija board came into play and it kind of got worse from there but usually ouija ouija boards aren't a good thing i played with one in high school and as far as i know i'm not possessed by a demon or have a house haunted or anything as far as you know as far as I know, but I feel like I'd know by now. I mean, oh, we don't tell you when you black out and start speaking in tongues. <laughs> what? Oh crap! I gotta start watching the videos to make sure I don't do anything <laughs> crazy. Do I? My wife says I talk in my sleep, so that could be it. Could yeah. be it. So after a peanut butter sandwich, after Aunt Harriet's death, ours family experienced odd noises. For for instance, unexplained. An unexplained thumping, tapping, and banging coming from empty rooms. Or it could be uh, adults having sex in the house. Or rabbits in your basement. Uh-huh. Because that happens in my house. Also, furniture moving on its own, such as dressers, coffee tables, etc. Now, that that's getting into weird territory right there. That's something that yes. is unusual, not normal for an average household. <laughs> It's in your average house, things aren't going to move on their own. No. Just throwing that out there. The family believed that maybe these weird events were happening because the aunt was attempting to communicate with them from the afterlife. 
As time went by, the strength of these noises only grew and grew. After that, events took a powerful turn. R's mother walked in once to find the entire bed with her son in it, shaking violently. The family turned to their Lutheran pastor, uh, Luther Miles Schulz, for assistance. Schulz, or Schulze, arranged for R to spend a night in his home in order to watch him. Schulze claimed he witnessed household objects and furniture moving by themselves. Schulze advised the boy's parents to see a Catholic priest. Oh, yeah. The Catholics, they know what they're doing. Bring in the Catholic priest. (laughs) So, okay, let me ask you, so far, because you've seen the movie, right? Multiple times. Okay. How does this match up to the movie? Is it close at all? Uh, the the bed shaking and all that stuff is portrayed in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't specifically recall like the kid pulling out a weed because it's about a, a mom who's and and mind you, at the time of recording this, I have not watched the movie to record the podcast tear episode. Okay, so um, it, it's about a mother who's an actress and then her daughter. The daughter, Reagan, is the one who gets possessed. I don't recall a portion where Reagan pulls out a Ouija board. I think they move into a new house, and um, she starts seeing Captain Howdy, which is the demon. Okay. Um, But I think a lot of the actual possessions and the the crazy stuff that happens and the the actual exorcism is all based on reality. Do you... um... Do you guys stick to your movies that are just like available on streaming services, or do you just pick any movie? Uh, we pick any movie in which we can get our hands on in some form. Okay. So, like, if I have it, I can get it to Corey. Is this the, uh, what? I was wondering if this was on Netflix. Do you know if it's on Netflix? I don't know. Uh, I could take a look real quick. I, I'm guessing the remake. Wasn't there a remake of this? There's a prequel. Okay. Exorcist, the beginning. Okay. Uh, I was just curious. Exorcist. It's probably not because it's yeah, it's not available streaming. Okay. So you have to get you have to figure it out some other way of getting it. Or no, you yeah, you said that you it, have it, right? I own it. Yeah. So okay. what I'll probably do is rip it to my computer, and then Corey will just stream it off my desktop. Mm, okay. All right, so uh, according to the story, R then underwent a number of exorcisms. Edward Hughes, a Roman Catholic priest, conducted an exorcism on Roland at Georgetown University Hospital, a Jesuit institution. During the exorcism, R was said to slip one of his hands out of the restraints, then breaking a bedspring bed spring from under the mattress in which he used as a weapon slashing the priest's arm and resulting in the exorcism ritual being cut short. So, so not only did he um, break free of his restraints, right? He, mm-hmm. he ripped, little kid, ripped a bed spring out of the bed and used it as a weapon, slashing the priest's arm. I think that's, you got a problem. I think uh, there's more than just the kid involved here. It's, that's, it's like some bad whiskey. That sounds like something I do. <laughs> oh, too much fire water. Bad whiskey or possession? You figure it out. 
Which is which. All right, so there's just a little bit more here. Uh, The family then travels to St. Louis, where R's cousin contacted one of his professors at St. Louis University, Raymond J. Bishop, who in turn spoke to William S. Bowden, or Bowdern, an associate of College Church. Together, both priests visited Roland in his relative's home, where they allegedly observed a shaking bed, flying objects, the boy speaking in a harsh and rasping voice, that always always freaks me out, and displaying hatred to anything sacred. Bodern was given permission from the archbishop to perform another exorcism. So, so far they've been through, what, two exorcisms? Yeah, yeah, there was, I don't know a lot about the actual story, but there was multiple exorcisms. Jeez. So, like, at least two. It must be a really powerful like possession to 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 have to really bring well, in the big guns, you know? They claim that it was potentially Satan himself. Oh or as God. close to as Satan as you can get in a possession, which I don't know like I don't I don't know the uh, the possession meter possessionometer. I don't I don't you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know how I don't know how it works, but uh, that's apparently one of the worst possessions in in history. Have you ever seen video of an actual possession or exorcism? No. Have you? I've I think I've seen actual footage. Well, and that's the other thing. I'm so jaded by the internet that if it says, "Ooh, actual possession," I, I don't know if it's really true. Yeah. But you hear stories. I mean, there's a lot of stories from actual like priests and things. There's saying, a lot of stories about a lot of things, but and that's that's I would I really want to talk to like a priest that's willing to talk about what they've seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have they have exorcism courses, like schools that priests have to go through. Like there's a place in like Italy, Italy, mm-hmm. uh uh near the Vatican where they actually go through training about how to handle exorc or how to do exorcisms. So this yeah. is this is actually a common pro- this is a common problem throughout the world. It's not just uh, in America. Yes. Yeah, I, I I mean obviously there has to be a school. It's, it's something you hear a lot about are exorcisms, but you never hear the aftermath. Nope. All right. So uh one more paragraph here before the next exorcism began. Another priest, Walter Halloran, was called to the psychiatric wing of the hospital where he was asked to assist uh, Bodern. William Van Roo, and third Jesuit priest, or a third Jesuit priest, was also there to assist. Halloran uh, stated that during his scene, or during this scene, words such as evil and hell, along with other various marks, appeared on R's body. Apparently, during the litany of the saints part of the exorcism ritual, the boy's mattress began to shake. It was said R broke Halloran's nose during the process. Halloran told a reporter that after the rite was over, the uh, the R went on to lead a rather ordinary life. So this boy, it seems like after this many exorcisms uh he was rid of of the evil spirits they were you know it could also be steroids okay the kid kid was juicing okay that's what i'm starting to hear so he was a professional athlete (laughs) back in the 1940s on the juice on the steroids for performance enhancement yep it's doing hgh and broken adult's nose all right 
I think we I think we solved it. It wasn't yep. evil spirits after all. I'm I'm curious to find out. I'm, I really want to listen to uh, you guys' episode of um, you guys's <laughs> your you ep- guys's your your Use episode. Guys. Yeah, you guys, uh, the two youths. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to listen to the episode of uh, Podcast of Terror where you uh, break down the exorcism. That's that's going to be good. I'm excited because I I love the Exorcist movie and um, I hear on occasion that I hate almost all the movies that we review. Yeah, which is not f- false. Um, but once in a while we get a good one. So this is we and we never plan out far in advance the movies we're going to watch. Usually mm-hmm. it's like a game day decision. So yeah. knowing in advance that I get to watch this again. Yeah, per excited. So um, is this the one where the little girl's head? Like completely spins all the way around and she spits out pea soup. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Ooh, I'll I'll have to find this and watch it. Yeah, you will. Okay. So that's it. Uh, That's the real case of the exorcism, or the real case that the book and the movie were based off of. Uh, What do you guys think? Let us know via feedback. We've got an email address. It's weird at gncasts.com. That's weird at gncasts.com. You can call our voicemail number and voice your opinion. 805-328-3966. 805-328-3966. If you've ever seen an actual possession or exorcism or, you know, what do you think of this? Do you think it's real? Uh, let us know via feedback. Uh, you can find this show at gncasts.com slash weird. Uh, for our other shows from Galactic Netcasts, what you do is you go to gncasts.com. And that's where you'll find uh, podcast podcast of terror. So uh, you listen to this episode, you go over there, you subscribe or just listen to, and I'm sure that you'll like it enough to subscribe. Subscribe to Podcast of Terror, and uh, it's a win-win situation. It's a win-win situation. Uh, subscribe to this podcast via iTunes. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and write a review. We're also on Stitcher Smart Radio. You can leave a comment on this episode there as well. All subscription options and links can be found under the subscribe tab at gncasts.com. That's going to be it, Corey. I mean, not Corey. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Matt, I was thinking podcast of terror. Matt, until Pardon, next time. Matt, until next time, what do you want to do? Let's keep it weird, Brad. <laughs> No, it's Anessa. <laughs> Keep it weird, Dave. You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about this show and others, go to gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. <laughs>